the power of our life and what we're creating is choice. So don't lose choice just because you think you have to fit into society's idea of success and work-life balance or work kind of schedule. What's up, everybody? My name is Mike Shogren here with my co-host, Emmanuel Pani. We're part of a group of specialized real estate investors you've probably never heard of. We didn't start with deep pockets or wealthy families, and we don't rely on 401ks, mutual funds, or traditional real estate investing. In fact, many of us don't even own the properties that fund our freedom. If you ask the money experts out there, they'd say what we do is impossible, yet it's happening every single day. It's happening through a new niche called short-term rentals. We are Short-Term Rental Nation, and these are our secrets. Hey, STR Nation, are you interested in adding more properties to your portfolio this year? If so, you need to check out Vintory. These guys are making a big wave in the STR industry, and we even had Brooke, the founder, on the podcast. Earlier this year, Brooke released a book on inventory growth, and it's already an Amazon bestseller in three categories. It's called Zero to 500 Properties in Five Years because that's exactly what Brooke did with his own management company. Now he's sharing his secrets with everyone and making it easier than ever for you to grow your portfolio thanks to Vintory. Vintory is the first and only software and service platform designed specifically to help Airbnb hosts and property managers recruit homeowners and add new properties to their rental programs. They can help you pull lists of vacation rental homeowners in your area and then market to them across multiple channels. From landing pages to chatbots to meeting booking tools and more, Vintory is here to help you collect leads. Inventory has a state-of-the-art CRM with marketing automation that can help you track your leads, communicate with them across your whole team, and so much more. The system can even automatically follow up with your leads instantly. Wouldn't it be nice to know that all your homeowner leads were getting contacted right away? The best part is, is if you sign up now, you can get a free homeowner marketing list and a free owner landing page. And with a 60-day money-back guarantee, Inventory makes it completely risk-free to try it out. Plus, Inventory sends you a $50 Amazon gift card just for taking a demo. Take the first step and get Brooks book for free by visiting Vintory.com slash STR. That's Vintory, V as in Victor, I-N-T-O-R-Y.com slash STR. What's going on, STR Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the Short-Term Rental Secrets Podcast. I am your host, Mike Shogren, here with my main man and brother from another mother, Mr. Emmanuel Pani. What's up, B? My brother. So good to see you uh, on a Saturday, but yeah, life is good. You know, we've been busy. Just came. I still have my my bathing suit on that may or may not be wet still. So <laughs> I, I'm hoping for the, for the Florida gods, it's going to be sunshine at the end of this as well. So I can go back outside and tan, but like has been, I don't know, bro, life is good. And like, I, you and I had this conversation yesterday and just like, I am so proud. I look around me and like, I have such a beautiful network of people all doing very beautiful things and like creating their own communities and like, just the people for example like our community right like i go in there i'm like i am so fucking proud of all these people and i'm just like everybody's so beautiful and like shares and just like and i'm seeing that a lot like nick ian like right all of our close buddies and i'm like i am so happy like you know what i mean like my my whole my whole team is like just winning like all of my friends are winning you know the only struggle i have is i don't get to see you guys in person and we've been, been so busy with work that it's literally like all we do is 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 work, which we're we're very grateful because like we have a big why. So I I appreciate the work and I'm grateful for it. But at the same time, I'm like, I miss friends, <laughs> I miss people that like I enjoy having a meal with and just you know. Well, we'll get to vibe in Miami in uh September for sure. Yeah, I'm so excited. 
so close to like you know what i mean like it's it's only two months away so i am I'm if you guys don't know we're doing another str wealth conference in miami september 11th to the 13th totally different vibe we're capping it at 100 people i think we've already sold like 70 something seats for that um so if you go to strwealthconference.com i think you'll find the links in there but it's uh the 11th to the 13th totally different vibe a lot more time for networking we're gonna do some fun stuff we've got a couple big surprises that we're gonna do some fun stuff so and it's in miami so miami yeah. is is generally a lot of fun especially on the like networking side of things I, I i expect us to have some good food and just a lot of like purposeful conversation um 100%. which again like it was so hard to do so in nashville just because there were so many people and you just wanted to talk to as many people as possible but we like I miss that. I know like I left so many conversations halfway through just because. Yeah. It's tough to do no that time. in two yeah. and a half days with a thousand people. So yeah. <laughs> so, a lot easier to do with a hundred people. So if you guys yeah. want to come hang out with the E and I on the beach in uh, Miami in September, go to strwealthconference.com. And uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm pumped for that. And then uh, when this airs, I'll actually be on a plane. I'm flying out to Breckenridge with a bunch of our buddies to do a a small private retreat for like our top five mastermind students. So it's like me, TJ, Kyle, Noble, Dr. Rach, and then our top students just masterminding for a week out in uh, Breckenridge. Super wow. pumped for that. Yeah. And uh, so we've got a lot of good content. I'm literally working on some of the stuff and I'll share with you guys here in a minute, some of the stuff that I'm working on for that. And um, then we were renting like ATVs. We got horseback riding. We're doing uh, some golf, some hiking. Yeah. I think there's a spa day, like all sorts of cool stuff. So yeah, and and mm-hmm. honestly, that's that's what I miss the most about going to events, and especially the events that we used to go to, um, is that format of like having fun and playing. Which I like. It's really something that like I've realized I need more of in my life. And it's like very difficult, right? Because it's difficult to like, you know, you don't, you're not going to go in your local town and rent ATVs and stuff, but it's those like childlike experiences that then like really re-energize you. And then you do all the networking and all the learning afterwards. And you're just are open and excited. And you had like a good heart kind of day that you're just so much more receptive in a sense. Right. And you created homies and buddies and friends. And so it's just like that tight-knit you create a lot longer uh closer relationships that way i mean that's how you and i connected that's how all of our original ogs connected yeah especially if it's outside your comfort zone like i'll never forget that zip line thing i was terrified i was literally like i thought i was going to pass out with an anxiety attack and i just went for it and it was amazing but (laughs) i was terrified yeah but anyway you know what we wanted to talk about today so we're halfway through the year over halfway through the year right so we're in mid-july now And it's a good time to reflect, you know, I like to do it quarterly, but you know, if you haven't yet, like reflect on what were your goals at the beginning of the year and like, have you moved the needle towards those goals? And if not, why, right? Has it, is it not a priority anymore? Do you need to readjust? Do you need to do certain things? And so I know on the coaching side of it, on the mastermind side of it, I had Mike Riley, Daryl and Petsy come up and we stayed at one of our hotels earlier last week and just masterminded around a couple of things. And then I mapped out the vision for the rest of 2022 and we reviewed where we were at for goals on the year and then like cascading that down. So as you grow your business and you have a team, 
you need to be constantly focusing on your vision and making sure that that vision is very clear to the rest of your team. And then at the same time, when you break your goals down, you want to have people that own each of those goals, right? So like if you wanted to switch PMSs as an example, right? Ideally, when you get to scale and you have a team, you don't need to be the one that's doing that. Like somebody on your team can own that because again, if it's a new PMS, you don't know it anyway. So you might as well have somebody else on your team learn it and run point on that. So you can focus on continuing to grow your business. Then they can catch you up and you can learn it at a high level, but you don't need to be the one that's the expert. And that's the big difference when you put your CEO hat on of like, I don't need to be the technician in my business that knows the inner workings of everything. That's what I have a team for. So like, as long as that's clear and everybody's on board and it's like, okay, all right, Mark, you're going to own this. Sandy, you're going to own this. Kim, you're going to own this. Matt, you're going to own this. You know, like you go down the list of who's ever on your team, get their buy-in and their support, and then they own it. And then every week during your staff meetings, you're setting little mini goals for that week to move the needle. And then they're reporting back to you of like, all right, here's what I got through. Here's any challenges that I had work through that. And then they go back and do it again. Right. But like, you got to learn to cast that vision and then like push it down, mm -hmm. but be very, very clear. Yeah. And I think that, that the hard part is that continuous confusion that I fall back into often of being busy and being effective. Right. So again, like, at the beginning, when you hire somebody to take on roles, you need to make sure that like you start letting go of your stuff. And then there's going to be that time that you're kind of like just feel that there is space and you have to be mindful of like not going back to your old ways of just start doing actions for the sake of being being busy and really keeping that CEO hat on. Because again, if you have the team, but you're not working on the vision, your team doesn't know what to do. And that is your role. Like your role is to cast the vision and to work the plan, right? Like we plan the work and work the plan. You can't go backwards just because you don't have enough things to do, right? And that's another thing that is very important is like when you get to that moment, right? And we were talking about this earlier as well, of going full time. You have all of the units, you're doing everything yourself. And then you get to your first key hire and some time kind of frees up and then what are you going to do right like how are you using your time and are you using it effectively and actually progressing your business and effectively does not mean that you work in 24 7 because that's not the life that we want also right so it's like are you creating and like how do you create a good life work balance now that you're full-time short-term rental host or now that you have a full-time short-term rental host and now you have a team of people. So like now you have actually created that work time freedom. How do you fill those hours so that you feel fulfilled and you're not just anxious and you're not just doing things just to be busy, busy bee. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause that that's, that's hard to me. It like is when nobody's telling you when you go from working in corporate or whatever to being out on your own, nobody's telling you how to manage your time. Right. And it sounds amazing and it is, but it can also be very overwhelming because you're like, I don't know what the next thing to do is. And it requires you to take a step back and actually think.
So that's why when you have your goals laid out, it's like, all right, what's the most important one? And then it's like, okay, what is one thing I can do this week to move the needle towards that goal? Yeah. And then structuring your week. And I'm going to be talking about this in Breckenridge this week of how do you structure your weeks for yourself? So like, I'll just tell everybody, right? Like Mondays, I don't do meetings on Mondays. It's blocked. It's like Mondays is a content day for me. It's any catch up work, anything I need to do, like focus mode. That's my Monday. Tuesdays, I just stack as many meetings as possible. I have a bunch of coaching calls. I have my manager meeting on Tuesdays. I just stack as many calls on Tuesdays as possible. Wednesdays is blocked. I golf on Wednesdays. It's like my Wednesday is just blocked. Thursdays, we usually record these podcasts on Thursdays and I have some other meetings. And then Fridays, I have my team meeting in the morning and then I either golf, like my all staff meeting, and then I either golf or if I need to catch up on other stuff or like this week, I was working on some presentations for Breckenridge for next week, mm-hmm. then I'll leverage that time. But like, that's how I bucket my weeks and then I plan it out. So like, I know I have those buckets and then I review my goals and it's like, what do I need to do to move the needle? And I just put those into those time slots on my calendar. Yeah. And that's how I just keep moving the needle every week. But there's a, a very specific structure for mm-hmm. how I do that every week. But that, that structure came and this is i think is another super important thing for people to understand is like that structure was created based on what mike wants yeah the same way my my schedule is created around what he wants right and it's also really interesting is the fact that like i used to be super super disciplined and i go through phases right like for me discipline is a love-hate relationship right i understand that the whole concept of like jacko willings that discipline equals freedom but at the same time I have the personality that resists routine, even knowing that like they're good for me. Sometimes I go into like, this is so boring. <laughs> I need change. And then I mess myself up. Right. But I used to be on a super great routine, get up 4 35 AM every day. Like Mike, like you could text me. I was up all the time working out 40 minute meditations. And then when my dog died, I just like lost, like it just messed me up for a little while. And then now going back into like wanting to be more disciplined, I try to jam my old routine down my throat and I was resisting it. Right. And there was always this conversation of like, you used to do this. Why don't you, why can't, like, why is it so hard? Like, I know, (laughs) I know I can't. Right. But it's like, you used to run a marathon and you don't run for a year. And then you expect to go back and run a half marathon in a single day. Your body is just not like that. Right. And the gift that we have is that we don't have to listen to society's nine to five rules. Right. Like we can create our own life. I hate alarms. So now I just wake up whenever I wake up and it happens to be the same time every day. Right. Like that seven to eight a.m. range. Wake up, meditate, have some coffee, lay in the sun, go to the gym. And that's how I start every single one of my days. It doesn't matter if I get up at eight, at nine, at 10, it doesn't matter, you know, because those things are important to me. And then 1 p.m. to five is just like blocked and two to four is usually like deep work hours, right? Of like, what are deep tasks that I need to do, right? So may that be like, you know, like creating, like writing copy for a new website, uh, coming up with like marketing strategies, having meetings, finding new, new team players whatever it needs to do that happens during those hours of deep work. Cause the night thing that I'm really trying to like re nurturing myself is the ability to really work without any distractions for two hours. 
right? So I have one of those uh, oh, Pomodoro timers now. You can just, it's a little cube. And I'm working on increments of like 30, 45 minutes, right? And then like 10 minute break. And I'm, I'm going back to one of our old mentors is like on this 10 minute break, I just did something completely different, right? So I usually go eat something, do a couple of push-ups, or so like go back out in the sun, energize, and then come back into the office. So I, I literally physically remove myself from my deep work area and, and just, but you know, it's just, it's an experiment. Like our life is an experiment and we don't have to run the experiment in any particular way or based to anybody else's particular things. You're like free to experiment. Just test, just test stuff. See what works yeah. for you. Like same yeah. thing. Like I, I happen to be a night owl. So like I, I end up doing some work sometimes like late, like for whatever reason, maybe it's just from being in school for, you know, half my life or whatever. Like I just always studied at nights. So like my brain kicks on and I can go till 11, 12, one, two in the morning. But if I do that, then I'm not going to force myself to get up at six because I'm just burning the candle at both ends. So it's just understanding like if I'm in a flow state and it's just like cranking out and I'm working on a new module for the mastermind or whatever, yeah, I'll just ride with it. And yeah. then I won't beat myself up. Like I'll sleep in a little bit later and then start my routine. But yeah. for the most part, it's like I'm in bed at 11, 1130 and I get up around seven mm -hmm. and then I do my routine. Yeah. You know and I mean, like, I know some people are like, oh, you got to get up at 4.30. If that works for you, cool. Like, that's fine. But like, just test and experiment and just try and create consistency. The biggest thing is consistency. Yeah. And, and understand that you have, you have seasons of life, right? And so also having, and again, like a lot of the work that I've done in, with myself, you know what I mean? Has gone around, around this kind of topic, right? About not being hard on myself and being able to like accept my natural flow. And like, understand that you're going to have seasons of life. And that's how you like, that's how we grew up, right? Like you had the summertime, you had the breaks and there was the kind of like this natural flow of life. And if you're somebody like me that works in flows and you have moments that you're like, yay, I feel great. I can conquer the world. And then three weeks later, you're like, do I have to leave my bed? Like, can I just function from bed for like a day? One, have kindness with yourself around that. Two, have the bigger picture understanding of three weeks of work of you actually moving the needle forward, it doesn't get sabotaged by the one day or the couple of days that you're not feeling good, especially if you have the vision and you have a bigger why and you have a team around you. Now I have a team that like, if I don't feel well and I don't want to do anything, I can do the bare minimum and the business runs itself and it's the same level of customer care and the same level of love that I put in the business is done by other people. And I'm understanding with myself of like, cool, I need a day, right? And also be kind to yourself in those moments. You're like, don't analyze the past six months in those days that you're not feeling well. Because then you're like, I'm not doing anything. Life is horrible, like this and this. And just like understand like how your sea, like how your ocean inside of you is. And if it's rippled, don't make judgments. Don't make calls. Don't make decisions. Don't change your life until that calm returns inside of you where you feel not extra excited, but not, not extremes, right? Like when you're like kind of center in the middle. One other thing I just want to point out too, cause it, it sounds, and I just caught myself when I was saying it, right. Cause like, it sounds really cool that like, Oh, Mike golfs at least once, most of the time, twice a week. Right. But there's seasons and that whole like work-life balance thing. 
it's more like a work-life integration. And like he was kind of alluding to like, there's these seasons where like last year was the first year in like four years that I was like, you know what, I'm going to be very intentional and I'm going to enjoy the fruits of my labor. Cause I've been pushing hard for like four years straight of like not going out, not doing anything, just building, 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 building. And so I joined the country club. I intentionally blocked two days a week, sometimes three days a week that I would go golfing. And I was just like chilled this year between the Nashville event, this Breckenridge event. Uh, I'm speaking at TJ's event in Houston. Then I'm doing the event in Miami. I was supposed to do another one in Austin. Like there's a lot of stuff. And so, and on top of that, I'm building another company at the moment that I'll talk about later when we're further down the line. So like I'm in that season where I'm building again. So I haven't, I've probably golfed eight times this year. Mm -hmm. I mean, where before, like last year, that wouldn't have been acceptable, but I know again, eyes on the prize and I'm like, okay, this is important. And I want to push right now with some momentum. So I'll make those other sacrifices. Yeah. And and again, it's your, like the power of our life and what we're creating is choice. So don't lose choice just because you think you have to fit into society's idea of success and work-life balance or work kind of schedule, right? Like you can choose. And it's the same thing with me and Tasha, right? Like last year we did a month in Europe for the summer. And this year it was a conscious choice about like we need to buckle down and create some better systems and better infrastructure to support the growth that we want in the next 18 months. Mm -hmm. So we sacrificed Europe this summer with intention to do it longer and better next summer right and like that's this is the the like it can feel overwhelming but if you embrace it the right way this is fun like you get to set your own goals and reward yourself and do the life you want and you don't like i don't really need a vacation because i really generally love my life like i love my house i love you know like our clients i love what i do for living so i'm like I don't need it. I really love traveling, you know, and it's a big part of who I am. But I can sacrifice it in the right season of my life because it's connected to our bigger why and the bigger vision. And so what is a year in the existence of your business and your life? It's it's a blip, man. It's a blip. Like that, you know? One of the coolest things, like very gratifying for me when I had the other coaches up at the hotel this week, we got back, I took him out to dinner and then we got back and we were just working on some stuff on the deck and just kind of hanging out and I got him some drinks and whatever. And we went till like 11 o'clock on the deck, just like, and they just kept throwing out new ideas and everybody's getting all excited about all this new stuff that we want to like put in the course. And I'm like, I'm like, guys, if you want to like chill, they're like, dude, like we love this stuff. Like we don't get to talk about this with other people, like, because they're just like, why are you talking about work all the time? I'm like, mm-hmm. yes, like these are my people. Like I do what I love. So like, that's what I want to talk about. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And I feel like super grateful that like I can make a living doing this because I truly love what I'm doing. Yeah. No. And that's, you know, like, again, like I think th- this year, like, you know what I mean? Like there's so much stuff going on in life that I think is just like, also like we want a lot and we want to grow. And, and sometimes it's just like, it takes a little bit longer, right? But it's just, again, like, it's the natural flow of life. You know what I mean? Like, when you plant a tree and you're waiting for fruit, it takes however long it takes, right? But it's like really knowing what the good fundamentals are and staying solid to the good fundamentals and understanding that, like, at the end of the day, it's just a balance of, like, are you having green days or, 
or red days, right? Like let's collect green days as much as possible. And then be mindful of like the thing and the people that make your days from red to green, right? Because like that Mike for me is one of those people, right? Like I can get energized in a conversation with Mike because we are those like that kind of like friendship and brotherhood that like it's iron against iron, right? So like I don't leave a conversation with Mike being like, I'm going to have such a shitty day now after I spoke to him. Like that doesn't happen, right? And like keep surrounding yourself with those people and understand, like really be aware of like, how can you switch a day? Like if a day is red at the beginning, some days it's just going to stay that way. But also learn and, and like learn how to like make yourself feel better, you know, and be like, can I switch this day? Can I go work out? Can I do an ice bath? Can I eat a healthy meal? Can I drink a bottle of water? Like some days I'm feeling like shit and it just water. Like I just needed some water and sun, like a plant. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like a sad plant. I drink some water, sit in the sun for a half hour. <sighs> I'm beautiful afterwards. Like, you know what I'm saying? But it's like something stupid, but it's like, it's the reality of, of, of things, right? And then going back to you, like reviewing your goals. And I've had to do this 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 last week. If there is a goal that keeps being there and you don't get it done over time, either get it done or take the shit off because it it breaks down your vibe. It breaks down the juju. It breaks down the like feeling of like accomplishment. The fact that you keep dragging this thing week after week after week, either like take it off, reconnect to why it's even there in the first place. Like, is this, is this a real goal? Like, is this a goal? Like, is this something that like, are you really passionate about? Like, are you willing to become somebody else? in order to accomplish this goal? Like, are you willing to become who you need to be to get to this goal? If not, take it off and leave it with stuff that builds up your self-esteem and your confidence, right? And then maybe it's a goal that you put back next year, year after that, or maybe never, who cares? At the end of the day, nobody else is judging you. Like me and Mike don't care. Like if if you're part of the community and you tell Mike Riley something, you're like, or you tell Daryl something, it's like, I want 20 of this. And I'm like, okay. And then you get to five and you're like, we're not, we're just happy you got to five. We don't care. Yeah. The only disappointment is you to you. That's it, man. That's it. Well, I think we're going to keep this one short and tight today. You know, it was, so just to recap, reflect on where you're at on your goals. If you don't have a team yet, but you're like pushing to do this full time and like grow a team, get some clarity around what would my ideal week look like? So then you can start moving towards that. Right. Mm -hmm. And we've done other episodes and we'll do more episodes around like creating process and systems. I mean, we've we've talked a lot about it, but to keep it simple, anytime you're going to do something in your business at a minimum next time, just record your screen on loom. Like you were going to teach it to somebody else. And then ideally you can document it with screenshots and like click this, then do this, then do this. But at a minimum, if you just do the loom thing, then you'll start to develop a, a process or a Rolodex of processes so that when you can bring people on, they're not starting with nothing. You have a lot of this documentation that you can walk them through to onboard them. Yeah. And then it's and all if, just building your culture. Yeah. And if you have an, if you have to inconvenience yourself to do something one time and you're like, I don't want to do this again. With the cost of you do it, like, for example, right, this happened the other day. We have a unit that we just launched. Half of them are still getting renewed. The other half are ready. And I, I guess, locked themselves out. And I had 
the master lockbox with all the keys, but then we already bought extra lockbox to put in the property that just have keys just in case like that that lock the battery whatever happens right this is what happened this time right and i didn't have it the set the system wasn't there right and so like i and my team was off and like it just happened out of the blue so like i had to physically drive there and again i take extreme ownership and my team was like, I'm so sorry, we we're supposed to do the box. I'm like, it's my, it's my systems. It's not your systems. It's my systems. It's my fault. Take the extra time needed to follow through and do your systems right then and there. You already wasted the time going there. So now fix it in a way that you don't have to do this shit ever again. And really start taking stuff off your plate as soon as possible. Because like a less full plate, it will already feel like a whole new life if you're used to being overwhelmed and just having too much on your plate, just being able to pass a couple of things off and just breathing and having more leisure time on a day-to-day -day basis, just gain an hour, an hour in your day. It makes a world of a difference. hundred percent, hundred percent. And if you're looking for some help growing your business, definitely check out the mastermind, man. Like this is what we do day in and day out. We've got five coaching calls a week now, which is crazy to think because it used to be just me. But now we've got me and three other coaches and E's in there as well. And we've got five coaching calls a week. Bro, plus a whole program, plus accountability group, plus a whole so bunch of stuff. Help. So many people helping. Like there, so, like there is times now that I don't even have time. Like I see a comment come in and I'm like doing something. I'm like, I'll get to that after. And I go in there and there's like 18 answers on there. There was like, everything is excellent stuff that like, I didn't even think about or experience. I'm like, that's what I was hinting at earlier. I'm like, I am so proud of like the community that like we've built because it's like amazing people helping others, sharing their experiences with no intentions, no hidden intentions, no nothing, you know, just why don't you, why wouldn't you want that? So if you guys want more info on that, just go to strsecrets.com slash apply. You can fill out an application form and then pick a time to book a call with one of our coaches. It could be me, could be Daryl, could be Mike Riley, basically who's ever available during the time that you want. We'll tell you a bit about it. See if we think it's the right fit for you based on where you're at and what your goals are. And then we just go from there. So either way, it's not like a high pressure sales call. So if you're interested, go to strsecrets.com, apply, fill out the app, and then book a call with one of our amazing coaches. So that is it for this episode. E, appreciate you as always, brother. Appreciate all Love the listeners. Man. This, this podcast has grown like crazy and uh, super proud of it and yeah. grateful for all you guys. And if you can, leave us a review when you get a second. We hardly ever ask for that, but it definitely helps us out. Or it helps when people are searching for podcasts, it will help promote ours so that they get more of this content. So yeah. we really appreciate and, it. And always anything that you guys feel that you're going through, obviously if you join the mastermind, a lot of questions that we talk about on the show, we get from there. But if there is something particularly pressing to you, reach out to me on IG, reach out to Mike, you know, and just let us know like, Hey, we'd love to hear more about this. You know what I mean? Like, how do you work on this? So like, I know this great person or operator that like, I would love for you guys to have on the show to just find out, what her or his story has been like we gen i generally am curious about other people's success and i get energy again i get energized by other people's stories so we'd love to you know give you guys more of what you want 100 this is for you guys i mean yeah <laughs> this, this is why we do what we do so anyway 
Hope you guys have an amazing week. Get out there, move the needle. Again, take some action, get clear, review your goals, set your intentions for this quarter, for this month, for this week, cascade it down to your team, and we'll see you guys next week. Take care, everybody. Ciao, guys. Hey, STR Nation, if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. And in the comments, let us know what topics you want us to cover on upcoming episodes, and we'll make sure to get that in the books for you. And if you really want to learn how to launch, automate, and scale your short-term rental business, if you want to go deeper, then check out our free masterclass at strsecrets.com.